friends, the Christmas story that we're so accustomed to has become very much sanitized, as is so much of our Christian faith, has become so clinically clean, for want of a better expression. I mean, the Christmas story nowadays almost looks like a fairy tale or a fable, rather than an actual historical event that took place in our world with real men and women caught up in an extraordinary moment in our world's history. I mean, when you read the, the raw Christmas story of St. Luke's Gospel, um, it really isn't necessarily for the faint of heart. The world where John the Baptist and where Jesus are, is born into, the world where Mary and Joseph live out God's calling in their lives, it's a particularly hostile and dangerous world. And our world today, folks, is not all that different, as we all very much know. Um, with so many people nowadays struggling to meet ends, struggling to meet their ends meet, others they're literally risking their lives in search of a better life, all because of oppressive, tyrannical rulers in their countries. And our own country is once again on the iron grip of addictions, of drugs, and very much so a massive wave of serious pornography addictions. Folks, these are many vices that have so many people chained all over their lives. They're completely bent down with the weight of all this kind of darkness in their lives. So much that many have given to despair, and not only that, but given into physical and moral poverty. I mean, even in our own country, uh, the, the, the decay of the moral compass is now slowly being replaced with cultural and economic pressures. All of which, as always, lead to a dumbing down of our human dignity. The world that you and I are born into, folks, is particularly dysfunctional. And it's, it's a world, I suppose, where the sins of greed and inflated egos hold sway. And very much so at our own time, subjective feelings have become absolute values that cannot be challenged or dare questioned nowadays. Um, all of these things, folks, they're, if you notice, they're being reflected back to us bombarded by these things on a constant basis from our screens, either on the screens in our hands or our TV screens, where more often than not, it, they're filled with full of angry people, really angry people, depressing storylines and very dark themes. And as a result, folks, it's not a surprise that so many people, they're genuinely crying out for a sense of freedom, particularly interior freedom from fear and from anxiety. I mean, I spent two and a half hours here today in confessions. My God, the level of anxiety in some people's lives is hard for me to even contemplate. Extraordinary. Uh, that's why, folks, you know, slavery to our own desires and feelings does not in any shape or form lead us to happiness. And on top of this, a lot of people, they're, they're in a confounded way at the moment, particularly in Ireland, because there's this notion going around that to have faith in Christ traps you. To have anything to do with Christianity means chains around you and you cannot be yourself. What a ferocious lie um, that has done great damage, folks, and has continued to do great damage and has prevented so many people from opening their hearts to Christ and has stopped them living out their God-given potential and their mission in this world. Christ is the one, folks, who not only frees us from the darkness of this world, but give us a mission, a task, a goal to undertake. And at Christmas, everyone, we're celebrating the birth of Christ, obviously, who is the source of life himself, has now taken on our human flesh. 
and the consequences and the effects of that are astronomical, more than you and I could possibly understand. He did this to change our way of life. He came to save us folks from the real enemy that so often seems to win out in this world. He came to call us to join him, to offer us a new way of life that pulls you and me up out of the murkiness of evil and darkness, to give us a chance to get courage to stand up to real injustices around our world and to offer everyone a new, fresh vision of human dignity and worth. Christmas, I think, folks, you know, it presents to all of us every single year a choice. First of all, to renew our calling in life. What is it that God has called you and I to do in this life? That's the first thing. And secondly, we're called, folks, ultimately, to combat the darkness of this world or cooperate with it. It's up to ourselves. And we're called, everyone, to stand with the newborn king of Bethlehem. You and I, we're called, everyone, to stand up, to step up to the mark and to offer this world, with God's graceful help, a better vision, a fresh outlook, where evil and darkness are very much washed away by acts of love, words of hope, and actions of joy. Just as Mary Elizabeth did in our gospel this weekend. Why? Because they very simply engaged with God in their life. They said yes to his plan. They had faith in God and placed him firmly in the center of what they were doing in their daily lives. You know, everyone, you know, this wondrous moment in our gospel this evening, it's such a breath of fresh air when you really read it. I don't know, it's, it's impossible not to smile of the joy and the hope that that scene brings. I mean, where Mary and Elizabeth, they're meeting each other and the children in their wombs are jumping with excitement. I mean, even just think of this. John the Baptist, who is an unborn child, is clearly aware he's in the presence of the Christ. And his role, as we know, was to announce to the world the arrival of Christ. And there is his role and his mission. He's carrying it out even in the womb of his own mother, Elizabeth. What a thought. It's an extraordinary moment captured in our gospel. That's right, everybody. You know, this gospel, it should remind us of our calling. That you and I, we have a purpose, a plan that God has offered all of us to carry his will in this world. All of us have a role to play. And the only way of discovering what God has in mind for all of us is to build that personal relationship with him, getting to know him, uh, so that we reach that place in our lives, as in our second reading when St. Paul says, we can say, God, here I am. I've come to obey your will. Then, everybody, we can begin to engage the world around us just as Christ did and why he came in the first place. To offer a very depressed world words of hope and a life of joy. To offer an unforgiving world a heart of forgiveness. To offer a corrupt world a life of authenticity and honor. To offer a lonely world a comforting presence. And an unbelieving world God's reality. So, folks, for those of you here tonight and maybe those of you joining us online, who are in search of a purpose in your life, I implore you this Christmas to turn to Christ and to do so radically. Be like Mary, be like Elizabeth in our gospel this evening. Place the Lord as the bedrock of your life in the center of what you do every day. And that's how one discovers God's plan for us and have the courage to follow it. And at the end of the day, teach others to discover the same. Thank you.